Hey, you're listening to Dungeon for Two, where we talk dungeon design, or at least that's where it starts. My name's Dalton, and I'll be your dungeon doctor, or your DMMD. And joining me this week, for the second time, is our very special guest, Wyatt. Hey, it's glad to be back. <laughs> glad to have you back. Well, I think that so far this has been definitely one of the more intriguing dungeons uh, I've had the, the pleasure of designing with someone, so I can't wait to finish out. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Well, for a little recap, in case it's been a while for our listeners, up until this point, we have designed a monastery for all sorts of different monks, located in the midst of the wilds, far away from any civilization, where you have to cross a great and treacherous path many miles without food or water just to reach this monastery. And then, when you get in there, it's like an oasis. There's beautiful plant and animal life flourishing in the main courtyard. And to the sides, there's several orders of monks that you have to uh, challenge to gain their respect and their trust so that you can access their inner sanctum. But, uh, when you get there, all you find is an empty seat. But uncovering a secret staircase allows you to enter the underground portion. Ooh, Ooh. very... That was a great recap. Oh, thank you. Ah. <laughs> trying to use more dramatic voice readings when I do these things. Oh yeah, it's working. It's working. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, uh, as far as underground exploration goes, I think right off the bat we can we can start going with some some... You said you wanted it to be, like, what exactly? Like a library? Uh, some, some sort of library down there, like, where there's knowledge that's been sealed away, mm. but the players need something inside of the... Okay. That they need to gain some knowledge, and they know that the library yeah. has a some sort of tome okay. inside that'll help them with their quest. I like that. So like a like library slash like almost reliquary where they keep like these these dangerous or old knowledge like artifacts and stuff down there. Right. Okay. Right. I like that. I'm getting like a like a Doctor Strange Sanctum of the the Time Stone vibe. I don't know if that oh yeah reference is lost on <laughs> anyone, but uh, great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, so, that being said, I'm thinking, I don't know why, but my mind jumps to, like, portals. <laughs> portals? Uh, yeah, like... That's interesting. Like, instead of passages connecting the rooms, it's a bunch of portals, so it's kind of harder to get your bearings. And it's like, you gotta oh. make your way through these, sort of, like, you gotta navigate these different portals to find your way between the rooms. I like it. Like... It, see, it doesn't seem monk, but it also does at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. I, in the, I, I'm totally down to just do a more traditional uh, underground sort of library dungeon, if that's more what you're shooting for. Oh no, that's good for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just think uh, I like to throw in a little spice to, uh, to an underground explorable area, because everyone's yeah. been into you know, spooky library dungeon before, but yeah. what if there's also portals? Ooh. Ooh. Alright, well, to start, make a little 
little underground area. So this is going to be like, I'll, I'll draw it a little further away, but for everyone who's watching, this is going to be the start of the new underground area, so. Alright, well, I think that this whole sort of shebang should be, I don't know, almost like, I, I, my mind goes to confusing when I go library, because I don't know why, but maybe it's just me, but whenever I go into a library, I have a hard time finding my way around. <laughs> so Yeah, if you if you don't know the Dewey Decimal System, you're <laughs> I completely lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should make the navigation based on the Dewey Decimal System. Just yes, kidding. That would be awful. Alright, you... so go to portal 274.0032. That'll lead you to uh, nonfiction portal 24.782, which is obviously less than the one we said before, so it's going to be on your right. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I had one summer where I volunteered at a library, and it was. I had to somewhat learn that whole system, and it, it almost broke me. Oh yeah. I came very close to just breaking down mentally and just completely falling apart, but managed to get through it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In in high school, I was like the assistant to the librarian for like for my junior and senior year. Oh, okay. So that was that was really fun because she was really cool. Yeah. She was like she wasn't just a librarian, she was also like the media specialist, so like mm. she did all like the computer stuff okay that's cool yeah she was like she had a, a dual role librarian slash media specialist exactly that's cool i think that would be that that's a it's a cool job but it's definitely a job that requires patience that i do not have <laughs> yeah yeah um Trying to make these, I don't know, trying to make these look like portals. Yeah, that'll work. Unfortunately, there's no designated draw portal button in this software. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to do my best, but that, that should work. Mm, no, you won't be able to see that. I th you think, think those one look of good? the. Sh I think one of the portals, like, there should be, like, a portal like in the ground like there's just a hole oh, oh okay. in the ground okay. you know what i mean so it's not just like yeah not just wall. left right center okay yeah that's yeah. more interesting i like that idea oh what if ooh, big what if uh going through different portals like whatever orientation you go through the portal in it whenever you're spit out you're stuck in that gravity <laughs> do you get ooh. what i'm saying so like you can yeah. walk in one portal that's like on the that, floor of a room and it pops you out so you're like walking sideways around the next room and then you walk in the ceiling of that cool. one and you come out you know like yeah that would be cool and they could all like just lead to the same like a giant room like it's a, a single room but you can like walk on the walls walk on the ground and walk up the ceiling mm. and you have to use the portals to orient yourself in such a way where you can actually reach the exit yeah I like that problem though we gotta oh. figure out how to draw that in two dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, 
Alright, well... You know, I think I, I have a plan on how to do that. I think okay. we're gonna make the room, make it a big cube, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, draw each face mm -hmm. of the cube and specify how they sort of connect. And then okay. detail it from there. I think that should work. <laughs> Potentially. Should. And then we'll have to figure out how that whole gravity manipulation thing is gonna work. But I, re I really yeah. like that idea. I think that's... I think that's super interesting. Um, alright, well... Let's make these portals, like, interesting shape. Let's make them, like... Okay. Octagon. Alright. So... Say you go in a, in a spooky portal, and it pops you out onto... So you, you walk downstairs and all you see is this room with a, uh, well, how do you want to do this? Do you want it to just be one portal when you initially enter this downstairs area? I th think there should be, you see the one portal, uh -huh. but then the other two portals are hidden. Like once you get into the room, you look and you see, you can see like the exit portals uh -huh. in the big room. And then you're like, hmm. Where did those portals? Where did those go? Okay, oh, so you want you want these to be one way? No, they can be two way. Oh, okay. I'm but sorry. like so, so there's there's three portals in the room that you're working on right now. Yes. So the first we, this first room that you come into this yeah, this yeah. do you want this to be part of that big room or do you want it to be like an entryway to it? Just an entryway. Okay. So you come down here, you see there's one portal on the floor, and then there's going to be two, one, two on the wall, or maybe there's one on the ceiling that you can't reach? One on the ceiling that you can't reach, and then okay. one, on the, one on the wall that is, like, hidden behind a tapestry or something. Oh. So that you have to, like, go back. Got it, and, got it. like, be like, hmm, what's behind this tapestry? Yeah, okay. It's another portal. Interesting. Okay. So, and, and that one will be required for some sneaky... Uh, like gravity manipulation shenanigans. Yep. I like that. Well, well, I I'm gonna sketch out what you just described, and then sketch out those six big rooms of the of the cube room, and <laughs> start seeing yeah. what's going on with that. But in the meantime, big news since we last talked. Uh, they actually, I don't. You probably heard, but uh, and by the time this comes out, it might be old news, but. They announced a new expansion for D&D, 5e. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. That's exciting. It's so exciting. I'm it's, hyped. I, yeah. It's like Xanathar's 2.0. It is, yeah. It's so hype. Oh yeah. Uh, I, they have like, it was like 22 new subclasses. Yeah. In it. And then like, they're also adding in like all the other subclasses that were in like um the what's it called magic of the Ga magic of the gathering magic so, the gathering like, yeah magic the gathering yeah oh oh the the, the ones from the book that they did on that yeah yeah the subclasses that were in like uh the ravnica book guide to ravnica yeah and then the mythic odysseys of theros the subclasses in those two books are going to be in this book too really Okay, mm -hmm. sweet, because that was the only reason why I was going to get Mythic Odysseys. <laughs> Guess yeah. I don't have to anymore. Yeah. Um, it also has the Artificer in it as well. Well, guess Wait, I got Eberron the... for no reason. 
You love Eberron. I love the campaign setting. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a joke. I do love it. Yeah. But yeah, it has like like the artificer with like the base subclasses for that one, and then I think either one or two new subclasses for the artificer. Mm. Okay. I think it's. That's pretty cool. It is very. I like that. Yeah, I mean, Artificer needed some new subclasses because it didn't really have any in the first yeah. place. Yeah. It had three, but, you know, at this point, everyone has at least three. There's usually a lot Every, more, yeah. so. They have, I think, there's at least five or maybe even six. Nice. For each, each uh, subclass. For each class, there's That's six. That's awesome. I love having... I, I think they should totally carry over some of the... Uh, I think the, some of the things that people are predicting are a little bold, but I think that if they carry over uh, some of the ranger changes, especially from Unearthed Arcana, oh, yeah. which is like the playtesting material, in case you're unaware, uh, yeah. I think that would be huge, because that Unearthed Arcana ranger is just chef's kiss. It's so good. Oh, yeah. That... I, I've looked into that. And I was like, mm, I want to play a ranger now using the, <laughs> these rules. Like it's it. They just made it look so fun to play, you know? Yeah. It's just like, oh, everything bad about the ranger, we fixed it. Yeah. You're good. By the way, you, you get know the ranger. You get hunter's mark. Every the one, like, no one likes. Nah. Yeah. We're just gonna make it good. It's it's beefy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's thick now. Whoa. No way. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I'm hyped. I'm ready. I need it. I'm gonna make these portals like a like a cool purple color because Ooh. magic. Yeah, what? they're also adding in like new spells, which is very cool. Yeah, and some new new things for the races as well. Like, really? they're not... Like the new yeah, race, like some new racial uh, traits or whatever? It's not new, like, not really new racial traits. It's more of, like, you're not, like, constricted, like, restricted to, like, the current racial statistics. Like, if you're a Dragonborn, oh. you have a plus two strength and a plus one charisma. Now you can, like, alter your alter your character so that you could get, like, plus two constitution and a plus one wisdom if you wanted to. Interesting. I, I think it's there's going to be something like that. Okay. I like that in theory, but I actually don't, I'm not sure how that is going to work in practice. Because right. that's part of choosing... I, I guess, I mean, more choice is always good, for sure. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's kind of what makes yeah. each race iconic, you know? Is that... Yeah. But I, I agree that it's kind of annoying if you want, if you really, really want to play, you know, I want to play a, a Dragonborn wizard and people mm. are like, just play a gnome, you know, like, but yeah. why? <laughs> I want to be cool Dragon Man. <laughs> so cool I understand. Dragon Man is I, fun. I get why they do that. I think it's a, it's a very player driven thing. I do, it's not something that I thought they would ever do for sure. Oh yeah. That is unexpected from them. But yeah, I think I think a, a new like rules option book is exactly what we needed. It's it's been a, a couple years since Xanathar's has come out, mm -hmm. and that was like Xanathar's was like 2016. It's been a yeah, while. I, yeah, <laughs> I think this is perfect, honestly. Mm -hmm. 
Alright, I'm gonna have to do some serious, uh, like, notation fuckery to get this all to line up correctly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because... Okay, I'm gonna take a num- well, <laughs> number. Uh, I'm gonna take a page, rather, out of the book. Uh, what's it called? A book so memorable, I can't even think of the name. Uh, Tales from the Yawning Portal. That's the book. You know, the adventures the that no oh, one yeah. ever plays. <laughs> um, yep. Well, in one of those adventures, there is a adventure called Dead and Fae. And, uh, slight spoilers, there you go, you've had enough time, um, <laughs> at the end of that adventure, you go into a lich's phylactery vault, and Ooh. it actually has, like, a gravity thing, where if you walk from the floor to the wall, you, like, stick to it, like, you go from floor, like, wherever you're stepping, the floor is the gravity, kind of what we're okay. doing here, except you don't have to go through portals to change it. Yeah. And how they notated that, I thought was super clever. They put numbers next to the walls that are supposed to be, like, connected in 3D space. So it helps okay. you sort of visualize how to, like, fold the structure to get it how it looks, you know? Yeah, that's... I, if you can think I of think a better way to do it. To do. No, I, think I think that's... that's... Yeah, I, I can't really think of a better way to do it, so... Unless you can think of something else to do that'll make it more... More sort of, uh easy to understand but i really can't so i think i'm just gonna go with this for now yeah that looks good i mean that sounds good to me okay well uh, i'll make the numbers pretty visible all right so say that you walk down into this downstairs area you see you walk into this room and you see a portal on the floor and a portal on the ceiling and there's a third one behind a tapestry that's hanging on the wall and mm. I think this tapestry should look pretty old and like it's been there for a while and like not valuable looking so that they don't try to, you know, take it and move it. Yeah. Okay. It looks very used. Yeah. So say, say that you, you know, so say downstairs. So you see a matching set of portals purple portals I made it hmm. I don't know what color do you want them to be I can tell no I like I like the pur purple is favorite color so my man it's very magical so you see uh, matching I was I was wearing a purple shirt all day and I took it off because I didn't realize we were gonna be making purple portals now I'm sad oh my <laughs> you have to go change <laughs> no it's too late no <laughs> Uh, so you see the ones on the floor and ceiling. Um, so the only other decoration in the room is an old tapestry. Uh, that's quite faded. How hard do you think it should be to like notice the portal behind it? To like go to like investigate or perceive it? Mm, I'd say. Um, like a like a DC seventeen. Okay. I like the well, odd. That don't be too hard. Yeah. Because. So 
So DC 17 reveals the existence of a third portal. Oh. Ooh. So. Yeah. Okay. I like or like, that. or like if a if a player has like somehow a passive perception of like 17, that would that would just be like, hey, there's something glowing behind that tapestry. <laughs> PP of 17 plus. Nice. Alright. So, you walk in there. So, obviously, the only portal they can reach... I'm gonna say... Okay, I'm gonna specify. Uh, in these rooms down here, f uh, any effect that changes gravity, like any magical effect that changes gravity, or um, grants flight or anything like that, is gonna be suppressed while you're in these spaces, because yeah. that would trivialize the... The, uh, the challenge. <laughs> Someone's playing Air Cockra and just flies up and does everything for everybody. Yeah, that would be kind of bad. Alright. Yeah. So, uh, all flying and magical gravity manipulation are suppressed by an artifact. <laughs> I'll detail Fine. that and make it make sense Artifact. in the final version. Alright. So, come down here, enter that floor portal. Where do you pop out? Which which side of this big room are you feeling? Um, should we just put it in the middle? The, the middle one right there like that pop the, out on the floor of this room? you pop out on the floor oh yeah. but it's it's like it's the floor but in reality mm -hmm. it's like um since since the gravity has changed when you hop out when you hop through this one you kind of you know you you fall like upwards almost and onto the floor of this area you know what i'm yeah. saying because of how the gravity okay yeah <laughs> i think i'm confusing myself more than i'm confusing <laughs> anyone listening or even you oh boy this, this is, gonna is gonna be a confusing one for this is gonna be so oh fun All right. especially for the the spotify listeners oh i boy. will try my hardest to detail this for everyone listening out there that cannot see this drawing ah. but if you do need reference please please go to our subreddit r slash dungeon for two and check out the full version of this dungeon which should be published alongside this yeah. second of our uh two episode dungeon design <laughs> Yeah, I think if you see it, it'll make more sense. Probably make a little more sense, yeah. <laughs> well, so you pop out of this. You, you pop on out of here. And what's the th first thing you see in this room? Obviously, you see that it's a, it's a large open space. I made it about 70 feet to a side. Okay. Um, so you, you pop into this cubic room. And I think it would be cool to have it be like a library, so have like bookcases and stuff, but have them like in all different gravities, you know? Oh yeah. Like so you look it's like that almost like cool. almost like Inception where the road, you know, bends up and is on mm -hmm. top of them. I like it. Alright, so you pop out of the floor and you see this incredible mystical library where all the you're surrounded by these ancient wooden bookcases and then you look up and you see what's this on the walls all around you there's also bookcases but not bookshelves no they're cases but they seem to be anchored to the walls and the ceiling what's happening oh 
And then I think each of these, like, sub, each of these, um, what's the word? Planes, each of these, uh, orientations of the room should have its own kind of little theme to it. Or maybe yeah. not, maybe not theme, but something s specific and special that happens, you know? They each have their own genre. <laughs> I like uh. that. So what should this one have? Like that's uh, interesting or special about it? Oh, this should be at the cookbooks actually. <laughs> the cookbooks, okay. Yeah, the cookbooks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh boy. All right, so you you pop out into this this magical space, this this uh, thing that's full of cookbooks <laughs> of all Cook kinds, detailing oh. recipes from all across the multiverse. Oh yeah. And uh, what exactly do these do these cookbooks have in store for us? It it tells you how to how to cook some stuff. You know, you got your. Um... Let me write this down. <laughs> oh boy. Um... Owl bear stew. Okay. Good one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of things. Owl um... bear stew. I like. Flail escargot. Ooh, nice. Flail snail would be a tough meat, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like chewing on a mace. Hmm. Rock wing. What now? Rock wing. Oh, rock wing. Oh, yeah. oh, like chicken wings, but like just chicken wings, massive. but for rocks. <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. And then just <laughs> bread. Just bread. Okay. Just lots of bread recipes. Yep. Bread. Go. I'm gonna put various. <laughs> Alright. And among and others. Among et others. Like, yeah. There's there's too many yeah. to count. Yeah. You might find like a recipe to like for a healing potion too. Yeah. Just for added. Yeah. Added I'll, I'll give a I'll give it a chance for you to find uh, small chance on inspection to find uh, a recipe for a magical potion. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that. And are there any enemies in this cookbook section, do you think? I think... <clears throat> so here's the idea that I had for like the intellect of ours. Okay. I think that if you have you put in an investigation check to see like what are these books? If you roll like ten or below, like if someone rolls like a ten, uh -huh. like a DC ten or below, an intellect devourer pops out of a book and it starts to attack. Oh, okay. So that's just like in general in the entire room. Okay, so throughout the whole the whole center library room, there's intellect devourers waiting to to prey on the uh, less intellectually capable. <laughs> right. I like that idea. So yeah, if you're if you ever investigate, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll specify that. But if you ever investigate uh, the library in any capacity and roll below a 10 uh, instead of finding a book or some way forward something valuable 
a hungry intellect devourer. Uh, believes you to be easy prey. Oh yeah. I mean, it would make sense because because they're they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they're perfect. So they see they see a easy meal and hop in for the kill. Oh yeah. Nice. Perfect. Easy. Nailed it. Well. I think that is good. So this first this first area is cookbooks. What do you want the other floors to well we should specify how they connect, I guess. So you pop out into this this room and you see mm -hmm. you're on a f the floor and there's some bookcases around you and they're all filled with cookbooks and there's various cooking implements strewn everywhere you know people trying and failing to cook recipes that sort of thing mm -hmm. and i don't think there should be any immediate dangers in this floor it's just you can sort of reprieve and for you to figure out what the heck's going on if you walk to one of the walls and attempt to um you know like step onto it expecting the gravity to change it doesn't um, so that should make you question whether you have to use the portals in the first place. Yeah. And then you're like, hmm. <laughs> and then I think each of these portals should be a little difficult to find, you know? Like Yeah, like they should be, like, in a corner behind another bookshelf. Yeah. Like, you, you won't be able to see every single one of them from the room that you're in. Yeah. You would have to, like... Yeah, I think all of them should be hidden in some way so that they're, they're extra difficult to find yeah okay so say say this this one the entry portal um you, you pop out of it and you see what exactly you think uh which portal are we going on we're gonna go with the the portal that you came from okay. in the downstairs area into this big confusion room okay uh, so you see all the the bookshelves mm -hmm. and then i th we what would be like how are the players gonna get out of this room get out like, of this what room do, what yeah like what do they need to do to get to bonzo <laughs> i think the purpose is getting to the exit portal of this room like this whole place yeah. is a is a confusing maze but if you know where to go it's really easy to navigate you know and i think the the like okay. uh the exit of this room should be i think at least one of these portals should be fake and it dumps you through the ceiling portal in the entrance room and back to the start okay um, i like it and then one of them it should be where you go through like about halfway through this room mm -hmm. and you feel like there's no way to progress forward and you have to find that tapestry portal like maybe the first time you fall from the ceiling portal back through the floor the tapestry like falls off the wall and reveals that hidden one or okay. something like that i like i like that yeah to not no. make it cheap so that they just kind of have to flail around in the dark because no one likes doing that but right um i think the first portal should be like relatively easy like it should just kind of like yeah you just kind of walk you, over and find it you walk past one bookshelf and you see it yeah. right there you see it in the in the far corner of the room sounds yeah. good all right, so you you get through this weird cookbook section. And you're like, hmm, and you see that portal and hop through it. Where does it take you? Which um, which section? I think the number two, the one next. 
the one right next to it? Okay. Yep. So you go through that portal and it boop connects you. Oh, I'm going to have to number the portals too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, go through the portal. It pops you out in area numero dos. How about this one is some kind of combat? I think that would be good. Yeah. Maybe uh, you could do like different colors for each portal like ooh yes like the that's, portals have uh that's a good idea but it would require a lot of layers that okay. i am too lazy to implement right now but and... in the final version i will totally do that i will just have to okay. edit it after the episode cuz that would take up too much time at the moment <laughs> so <laughs> all good i was just like that would just make it yeah, easier yeah i think i think that would be way better i agree 100% but yeah i think Time is uh, not uh, going to allow for that right now, but yeah. in the future, absolutely. All right, so you pop out here, and like I said, I think some kind of combat might be good here. Do you have any ideas mm. for uh, besides intellect of or something that would reside in a library? Um, I know when I think forbidden knowledge, my mind mm. goes to one of my all-time favorite. D&D monsters, the horribly underused and incredibly interesting Alip, or Alip. Alip? I've never heard of them. Really? Okay. Well, the Alips are a very uh, interesting monster. It's like a... It, it, the lore behind them is that it's a person who has gone mad trying to... Uh, or learning of some kind of forbidden knowledge, right? So they've they've entered, they've gone somewhere they shouldn't have gone, and they've been cursed to f with eternal madness by this this forbidden knowledge. And so they sort of their body gets ripped away from them. Their left is this husk, this like wispy, shadowy uh, creature. It's like a it's like a really powerful ghost that. Okay. Um, can impart fragments of the thing that it that drove it mad into the players. Okay. If you'll remember, like you remember uh, in the campaign that we're playing right now, actually in Eberron, you guys actually encountered one in the library in Korenberg. Yeah, I like. I remember that now. I'm yeah. like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> okay, I got it. So it's it's that thing. So it's a very very uh, interesting and. Like I said, I think it's pretty underused monster. So I'd love to include that one somewhere in here. It doesn't have to be like right away, but maybe later if it's if it seems to be a little too uh, difficult for the first combat encounter. I mean, they've already had a couple combat encounters with the monks. True, true. So and I think they're kind of sick of puzzles, right? Yeah, true. They're going to be sick of puzzles by the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> more puzzles. I intend to at least include one more sub-puzzle in this whole thing. Oh boy. Alright, you know what? I am going to just color the portals different right now because I, there's too many numbers already. I'm already... Too many numbers. I'm already going insane looking at this. But while I'm figuring out colors and all of that, uh, I wanted to ask you... Um... I heard I heard a thing on the. Uh, did we talk about this already? I feel like we might have about uh, like, um, 
uh, what's it called? Like coroners? Did I mention this already to you or no? No, you okay. haven't. Cool. Well, boy, do I have something to mention to you. Oh boy. So, you know coroners, right? Like the people who look at dead bodies when there's yeah. foul play. Mm-hmm. Did you know that most coroners are elected? <laughs> They're elected? Yeah. Two-thirds of coroners in the United States are not, like, professionals. They're not doctors. What? They're just dudes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I know. How do... I, don't ask me. I don't know. It makes no sense. Oh my god. It's like you it sounds like bullshit. I am not kidding. This yeah. is real. One third are medical examiners, which are doctors. Yeah, you know but what it, they the should other be. Two thirds are just people. That's, oh my that No wonder foul play is always like, oh yeah, that that this person definitely killed themselves, and even though they have seven gunshot wounds in the in their back, right? Like <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Oh my god! You're just like, yeah, I think oh. it was this guy. You're like, how do you know? Like, I got a feeling. I've got a feeling about it. Like what? No. <laughs> oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. I I know. Um. In Arizona, actually, mm-hmm. the there's and for like the the mining like supervisor or whatever like the the highest miner in the state is an elected official. Really? Yeah. Like I, I remember seeing <laughs> like that from like too. like yeah, but I remember seeing something like uh, like the political ads, mm. and it's like. A, a little girl screaming and it was like you don't want your kid falling in the old abandoned silver mines elected oh, blah 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 I remember blah, blah. that I yeah. remember that yeah it was the kid like <sighs> yeah. just like falling endlessly and then it was like you would you do you want your kid to fall into a hole and effing die <laughs> no then elect no. this guy yeah I was like what the okay so that's what that is that's a- that's an Arizona thing. That's such an Arizona thing. <laughs> oh my god, like, that is the most Arizona thing I could possibly think of. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I wonder if there's any like other weird state-specific odd elected positions. I bet there is. Like, things yeah. that definitely shouldn't be elected positions that totally are, just because the state, that specific state, is so strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm weird. I'm wondering about Florida right now. Oh, aren't we all wondering about Florida all the time? I bet there's definitely one like that, and I bet there's like state gator inspector or something in Florida. Yeah, state gator inspector. Hey there, I'm Joe Bob Finley, state gator inspector. Do you ever go to a canal and just jump in it to wash off? I do. That's why I want to make sure these canals are gator-free by 2025. Oh my god. <laughs> That's definitely a thing, though. I feel like it definitely could be. Oh. I want it to be now. <laughs> I have a vested interest in it being a thing now. <laughs> if it isn't, I feel like 
I need to run for elected office in Florida to make it a thing. Exactly. I feel like you could definitely convince people from Florida that they need that. Like, are you tired of gators ruining our city? Running rampant on the streets? People would be like, yeah! Yeah, me too. Elect me and I'll get rid of all yeah. the gators. I will destroy every gator in this city. I know. Okay, so. <laughs> bit of an odd tangent. But uh, in relation to the, the coroner thing, mm -hmm. uh, in Arkansas specifically, like this blew my mind when I, I learned of it. So naturally, I, I researched it to just make sure that it is indeed that stupid of an idea and it is and i found out that in arkansas the requirements i use that word very lightly for being a coroner are the following you must be 18 years of age okay <laughs> seems a little young but okay <laughs> that's it <laughs> No. No. I'm not kidding. It's no. literally just be an adult. Oh, no. I'm going to be a so, coroner in Arkansas. If, if, my, so, if my degree doesn't go, doesn't go out, I'm going to <laughs> I have no idea what they're thinking with that. Is that the elected position? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Hey there, Arkansas. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Jack Thornton. I'm 18. I have eyes. I can sure look I can at dead see people. a dead body. <laughs> I can see a dead person and not throw up. I can see one just as good as anyone else. It's, uh, uh, so yeah, here's your daily reminder to not get uh, suspiciously killed in Arkansas because chances are the coroner's not gonna know what the hell killed you. Oh my god. This is the... <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I have no words for it. It is, it is so monumentally stupid that I cannot yeah. conceive of a single reason why that would be the case. <laughs> There's no reason. Oh, I, by the way, just because you're the coroner doesn't mean you can't also hold other elected offices <laughs> in most states. Oh, so you can be both the coroner and, and the, the sheriff. And the sheriff. <laughs> oh. So, hmm, let's say that you deputize someone. And they go and, I don't know, commit a murder. <laughs> and the body shows up in your jurisdiction as sheriff slash coroner. Hmm. I wonder what they're gonna find. <laughs> Foul play? No. Couldn't be. It's... <sighs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, there's no- I have no words. Yeah, so the Wikipedia page, list of U.S. statewide elected officials. Mm -hmm. Mine oh, are you trying to find yeah. weird ones? Okay, yeah. glad we got on this train. Mine inspector is the only 
is the the only one that has a public like statewide mm-hmm. elected official for the mine inspectors in Arizona. And we're the only one. The only one. Let's go. We have so many mines, dude. Oh Arizona. Easy, easy. Yeah. I don't the, know the why. Mine... I don't. When I think Arizona, I don't think mines. <laughs> I mean, you think about the old Wild West when it was like, yeah, you know, a yeah. whole bunch of mining towns. But... Yeah, that's true. There's probably some pretty unsafe mines out there, to be fair. Yeah. So, in case you were wondering, the <laughs> mine inspector is uh, Joe Hart. He's the current. Okay. Cool. He's, he, How's he, he doing? He, He's, he, he looks pretty old <laughs> from this uh, from this picture of him. Well, but. yeah, he's been around since the 1880s. Oh, yeah. He's been, you um, know, he's from straight from the Wild West. Yeah. He assumed office in 2007. Mm, okay. The next ele- election is in 2022, in case you wanted to vote <laughs> for him again. <laughs> oh. That's crazy. Yeah, that is truly ridiculous. I th- yeah, um... <sighs> Bruh. I think it's... It's it's incredibly dumb, yes. But there's also something very, like, quaint about it. Being, like, an elected thing. You know, mm-hmm. like the Wild West sort of feel where you have this group of pioneers who come together and elect their most trusted representative to watch over their children, make sure they don't run into any mines. Like, <laughs> oh my god. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like no one's gonna run against him. I don't feel like that's a hotly contested position, you know? I mean, oh, I, I wonder what, like, the. The, the restrictions are how how young do you, can you be and mm. run for <laughs> the Arizona State I feel like there inspector. would be an age minimum of like 65 <laughs> holy cow Arizona has 600 working mines and oh an my. estimated 120,000 abandoned mines oh my god really yeah wow that, that's crazy that's an that that's like a hundred and nineteen point five thousand more abandoned mines than I would have guessed. <laughs> that's a lot. Oh my that god. That is a lot of mines. That's an, Holy a, cow. That's, an a, that's an actual like mind blowing amount of mines. I yeah. Wow. I'm actually. Uh, uh, I can't. I can't even speak. That's a lot. <laughs> They, there was a bill introduced in 2016 that tried to change the position from elected to appointed. Oh, but it okay. but it failed uh, at a committee. So beautiful. That's what I like to see, Arizona. We will keep our elected mine inspector. Damn it, the yep. most respected position in Arizona government. God, nice. Well, at least I can trust our mine inspector. I 
think that's a great position to have elected, honestly. Yeah. Well, it's very Arizona. It is. So that's, that's all I have to say. That's fair. Alright, let me see here. So, we have... So we fight this Alep, right? And this... I'm, mm -hmm. I'm having it be like there's... It's magical darkness, like, sort of all around this portal, so you can't immediately just see the exit. Okay. And then you fight the Alep, and the darkness, you know, <clears throat> clears away, and then you can see the portal. You could go into it in any case, but now that the darkness is gone, you can sort of hop on in. Right. Alright, this one... How about this one takes us to the ceiling? I feel like that would be cool. You hop in this one and you get you get yeeted to the ceiling. Yeeted? Yote? What's the past mm -hmm. tense? I, I think yote. Yote. Is the is the proper Ah. The proper past tense. Good, good. I prefer yote in any case. Yeah. Well, say you get yote to the, the ceiling. What do we have here? What's this place looking like? I think this space would be they have a bunch of like spells. A bunch like, of what now? A, bu a bunch of wizard spells, you know, like Ooh, for the okay. wizard of the group. If they okay, wanted to okay. throw in some extra spells for them to take. Nice. Maybe we have some like uh, cursed spell books that try to eat you. <laughs> yes. Mimics. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mimic Mimics. books. Yes. Mimic books. All right. So we're going to say half the books are oh, God. wizard spell books. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to make half the books mimics. I was the like... other half are oh, mimics. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so there's a 50% chance that any book you pick up will have uh, three random wizard spells of level one through three. And the other half of the, does that sound balanced, or do we need to have? There should probably I be think, a cap on how many books total you can pick up. Right. I think. Um, I think it should be levels one through like four. One through four. Because we oh, it is like high a, level. a higher level. Yeah. So they're, they're like level eight, seven yeah. or eight, which is level four. It would be pretty four. annoying to only get like level one spells at this level. Yeah. Right. All right. It's just well. like, man, I already have magic missile. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Another magic missile. Oh boy. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. Well, how many total books do you think there should be then? Mm, I'd say sixteen total books. Sixteen total books. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well. So that would be eight mix. And then that, that would only be like, what do you say, three, three books or three spells per book? Yeah. Yeah. You think sixteen? <laughs> so you can get forty-eight spells. No. So half the books are. Oh, mimics. sixteen books. Sixteen total. Total. Got it. Yeah, sixteen okay. books total. Total books. Okay. Okay. So eight. Time. Okay, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so they can find some pretty good, pretty good amount of spells in here. Oh, yeah. And I, well, let's say that the, uh, let's have this be like the tricky room that you have to find your, the secret portal to actually get out of. So the the portal is in the bookshelf 
behind the book. So you have to pull out some books. I like that too. Yep, so it's surrounded by bookshelves and you have to you have to pull out books to even see that there's a portal there. Yeah. In the first place. Alright, and then this portal, when you go through it, it just yeets you back to the start. Yeets <laughs> you back to the start. And you're like, what? And then you notice that the the tapestry, one of the chains that was hanging the tapestry came loose and you notice a glow from behind it and then you mm -hmm. go check it out and find that there's <gasps> another portal wow another po cool yep but if you found that first then you might miss out on some wizard spells <laughs> true and, and some some cookbooks too <laughs> and some cooking <laughs> and a fight yeah yeah I like that in terms of in terms of balance. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Right, so it's surrounded by bookshelves. I'll put in some some bookshelves after, and when we uh when I finalize this whole thing. But for yeah. now, I'm just making it as quickly as I can so this podcast isn't three hours long. All right, so. <laughs> You get absolutely yeeted back through the the ceiling portal. Let's have you make like a deck, like a dexterity check as you get yeah. thrown back into this room to like, you know, not just fly through the bottom portal. <laughs> yeah. How tall? How tall is the ceiling in this room? Uh, let's say like twenty feet. Twenty feet. That sounds good. I was gonna. Say. Right, so the the portal hidden in the books actually leads back to the start it launches players toward the floor so dex check dc 15 let's say avoid getting tossed into the uh, oh well i guess kind of what this would do that <laughs> That would be funny to put them like they fall through the portal into the other portal. That's what I'm saying. You fall through the, you see, you go through this ceiling portal. You fall through the floor one. You get launched up into the air in the big room, and then you fall back through the floor, get launched into the ceiling. You know. So you, <laughs> oh my god! You just keep you keep going until you until someone save. yeah until someone makes a successful check or like reaches in and grabs you and pulls you out. You're just kind of yeah. stuck in free fall. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Oh god, <laughs> epic just... music kicked in at the perfect time. Yes, the epic music. Hell yeah! All right, <laughs> I really like that. That's funny. All right, and then after that, after uh, getting safely out of the loop. Tapestry comes loose, and Ooh. you can see the portal hidden beyond. All right. This portal is going to lead to the the southern wall. Let's say. What do we want to have on this southern wall? Hmm. Ideas. Yeah, um, I can't really think of one. 
Well, maybe I'm thinking because you... this is a spooky library and monk related. My head goes to like, because when I think monks, I think like uh, some kind of spiritual or like astral sort of knowledge. So I'm mm -hmm. think I'm thinking like uh, some sort of thing related to limbo or like the chaos where like the the space monks live. If you're not familiar with D&D lore, this sounds like I'm spewing nonsense, but I swear <laughs> this is legit. Oh yeah. There's a race of space, space monks? monks called uh, the Githzerai that live in chaos oh, okay. embodied and use their big brains to stabilize little islands for themselves to live on. So I'm thinking maybe this can be like a almost a like a repository about them, just like a lore room. Okay. That would I think a lore room would be good. Yeah. Like not not all of these should be annoying and or fights. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think that's good because it would be like stuff it, it could it would give the DM like an excuse to give out some lore about the world yeah okay like so their campaign just, it, yeah so this this room just has like a bunch of collected lore about the world in general including yeah. some stuff about astral projection and whatnot right I like that idea Alright, so they pop out in this room, and it's lore! Lore dump. Alright, so this area has the collected lore of the entire monastery's history. It details whatever the DM needs it to. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Those are always nice to have as a DM, so... Glad we yeah, I think one of those. Um, you think one now? No, but I think that's good. Like, it's very important for a DM to have because if you don't have like an excuse to give out lore, then it's kind of like I made all this these plans inside my head and I'm not sharing with anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels. They a need sad. to know. <laughs> yeah. Think my lore is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But also, pro tip for any DMs out there, if your players don't care about the lore, they don't care. Move on. It ain't a big problem. You gotta you be know willing. The lore. You gotta yeah, you know the lore. It's your it's part of the DM's job, in my opinion, to make the lore interesting enough so that players want to learn about it. Because if they don't want to learn about it, then they're not gonna have fun learning about it. And that's just that's the whole point, is to have fun. You're playing a game, man. Exactly. Have fun. Shoot some bad guys. <laughs> have fun. Read some books. Yeah. Why aren't you having fun? I specifically requested that you have fun, damn it. Exactly. Oh, God. All of you are it... disobeying my orders. Oh, it would be hilarious if for whatever reason there would still be some some of the players would still be drunk while in while going through the library from the drinking oh, contest oh, at the beginning of the dungeon <laughs> that would be amazing yes. because all of this would just be yeah. constant bombardment of mind and reflex <laughs> that would be really funny they're stumbling through this ancient very you know prophetic library and they're just shit faced the whole time <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really funny. All right. Um, well, also another a secondary point is that the the I think these three rooms after the tapestry should be pretty safe. Like they shouldn't have any big threats in them because the like the first three rooms are meant to be like dissuading to intruders, you know. Right. And then these three rooms should be the ones that the monks actually want to access on a regular basis. Yeah, right? because the monk the monks know. Yeah. They they so know what's go behind there. the tapestry, so they don't want to like spring it, traps on their fellow monks. Yeah, at least the the head of the monastery knows. So Yeah. We'll say that he so this first room is lore. Second room, what do you want that to be? Because the, the last room is going to be like where this monk is, where you encounter Bonzu. Um, I think Sorry that... if you heard my bird, by the way. She's <laughs> loud tonight. Um, so I've, I've, I've seen a thing where like uh, there's like a pool of water, but it's like blessed water, so that way like the players can easily get like uh, some sort of magical weapon. Ooh, okay. Just for like the the path of head, like just okay. in case they like, like the rogue doesn't has just has a regular knife yeah, yeah, on them true. still, they so, would be able to bless it. So some kind of water that temporarily makes a weapon magical. Yeah, it makes a okay. uh, weapon magical for like, uh, one d four hours. Okay, I like that. So we'll say that yeah, we'll say that you. You go into this room and it's like a sparring room of some kind, or like a place mm -hmm. where this the head monk practices his his martial arts. Yeah. And there's there's a little artifact in the center of the room where you can you can summon like these uh these. Ooh, you know what would be cool is what? if there was a thing where you could. It's like an artifact that has the like the fighting spirit of all the previous heads of this monastery in it and you can like summon them f and like ask them like tips on fighting and stuff Ooh, that would be cool it's like a battle meditation room battle meditation all right so the previous heads Well, the spirits of the heads of the monastery, not just their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be very clear on that. It's it's like the uh, the <laughs> the <Futurama>. portal. <laughs> I was I was thinking Scooby Doo. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you like you can like pluck up the head and just like mm -hmm. I'm looking for Daphne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Perfect. So, uh, some I'll add some benefit to talking to the heads, like they'll confer some some knowledge. Yeah. And then, um, or maybe they can just be the ones that make your weapon temporarily magical. Yeah, they could do that. They'll be like, "Your dagger is now blessed." With spirits of, I don't know, freaking Fong <laughs> Chi. I'll make up. I'll make up yeah. some monk names for them. Some in the final monk version. Name. 
<laughs> like how your first <laughs> mug name was Huang Chi. <laughs> yeah, that's a mug name. Ah, uh, yes. Classic. The, the, the well-known master of martial arts. Huang yeah. Chi. Exactly. It's just the word Chi. <laughs> yeah, he was born to be a monk in Master Chi. <laughs> it's his fate. His destiny. Yes. Alright, and then finally you go through this portal that leads to the master of the temple. Master bon Bonzu. So, what's Bonzu's deal? He clearly resides in the inner, the, the, the hardest to get to part of this monastery, mm -hmm. guarding their most precious relics. So, whatever the players are looking for, they can find it here. And I think it would be cool actually to leave it ambiguous, so you can sort of use this in whatever campaign. Like, whatever right. they're searching for, this monastery has, you know? Yeah. Um, I think... Bonzu should be mind-controlled by something that was also looking for this ancient artifact. Ooh, okay. Something like, uh... Which I, one of which I know is one of your favorite, Mind Flayer. Ooh, don't tempt um, me. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me a good Mind Flayer. Yeah, they have they have some sort of like uh mind control thing, don't they? Ah, uh, I think so. Yes, I'm I'm ninety five percent sure that they do. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Okay, so he can be maybe like one of the relics that is here houses the spirit, or not the spirit, but the consciousness of a uh, mind flare lich that has like controlled poor Bonzu. Yeah, poor Bonzu was pushing buttons like he always does and investigating. <laughs> he was like just ch checking it out. Yeah, he was, was like, oh, what does this button do? And then. Uh, got himself possessed by a mind flare, which happens to the best of us, honestly. Yeah. It's happened before to him. It's, it'll happen again. <laughs> it's happened before. I like the implication there. Uh -oh. <laughs> so, yeah, poor Bonzu has gotten way in over his head. And, you know, oopsie. oopsie I summoned daisies. a mind flare, Lich. <laughs> I'm so clumsy. Bonzu. Bonzu. You crazy Bonzu. Always summoning the horrible Eldritch Abominations. <laughs> Alright. So let's detail this fight then. So you, you enter this, you go through all of these portals. You go through the cookbooks. You go through the Guardian Alep. You go through the Wizard Mimic Room. <laughs> the lore room, the battle meditation uh, area. Finally, you arrive at this final, you step out of the portal into... Let's see. Let's just say it's this this space that's... Uh, I'm thinking like the room in uh, like the temple in Kung Fu Panda where they're... <laughs> Listen, don't laugh. <laughs> I like it. I like it though. You get, but like, like, there's the pedestals I... with like the the relics on them. Yes. 
and one of them is like is being like you know jealously guarded by Bonzu like he has it he has it like with him and he seems oh. like as you walk in he's like petting it yes and then he looks up and is he's clearly you know not himself and he he immediately he doesn't like, say howdy mm-mm. immediately as you walk in <laughs> <laughs> something's very off god all right, uh, Bonzu. I like it. Showdown. And then, uh, once you, once you defeat him in combat, so a, a mind-controlled Bonzu uh, is a fearsome opponent indeed. Yeah, he's like he's a he's a level ten monk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna give him some fat stats. I'm gonna make a custom stat block for this man. Oh yeah, you gotta give him. You gotta give him twenty in dexterity. Yeah, I'll work with you outside of this. Well, we can we can block it out the basics right now. But I'll continue oh, yeah. to work with you over the next couple of days while I, I fish I uh, do the official d- version of this dungeon and make sure the stat block is up to snuff. Oh yeah. I, I still have the character sheet for him, so... Ooh, okay. I got it. <laughs> okay, well... So he he gets up and it was almost like a puppet on strings and draws his signature longsword and, you know, jerkily runs towards you, but he's he's still faster than any monk you've ever seen. Oh, boy. He, he launches at you. And you you fight him, you know, to the very brink of death, and then finally, when you're about to kill him, the the mind flayer lich uh, runs from his, you know, the consciousness flees from his body in fear of mm-hmm. being separated from its phylactery, and he's finally free, and yeah. he drops the phylactery, and um, I think that would be a cool mechanic to have <laughs> it where he's holding the phylactery the whole fight in his other hand. And it's really hard to do, but if you manage to like hit him with a crit, he'll drop it and get stunned for a round because he like loses his connection with the thing, you know. Okay, I like it. I mean, first that, round that way we can go. we can boost his stats even more. <laughs> Ooh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's gonna be epic. It is gonna be epic. In case anyone out there doesn't know what the heck we're talking about in terms of a phylactery, some D&D lore. Uh, Phylacteries are where... uh, So, well, let me back up a bit. A lich is a powerful wizard who can be any sort of creature that knows arcane arts, and they decide, hmm, you know what? I don't want to die. And instead of dying, they yeet their soul into a box (laughs) or some kind (laughs) of container. And periodically, to stave off insanity or the eventual uh, entropic decay of their soul, they have to feed it new souls uh, from fresh victims. And so, typically, phylacteries are very jealously guarded by the now-undead body of the powerful spellcaster, now called a lich. So, in this case, it's going to be that this particular Mind Flare lich has been dead for so long that his body is completely rotted and decayed away he he hasn't fed it a soul in years and bonzu's soul is just 
just too powerful for him to, you know, for this... Bonzo didn't know what this thing was, but he touched it, and it invaded his mind immediately. Tried to take his soul. Couldn't quite do that, so instead it's just sort of taken over his mind. So, yeah, I think that's a good enough explanation. I think does it that is. Sound, does that sound at least logical within the realm of D&D? That's, per- that's logical, I'd say. Bonzu is pretty powerful. <laughs> okay. So you can't kill Bonzu. I don't kill can, him. But he can mm-hmm. take control of him. Alright. Dropping the phylactery causes a brief stun. And then once defeated, he, you know, comes to his senses and looks up and, and weakly get, croaks out, Howdy! Howdy! I'm Bonzu! <laughs> Uh, my back we should yeah if you're playing if you're role playing this in the future and you're looking for guidance on this character uh, well first of all Wyatt described him previously in our in our episode one of this so make sure to listen to that but also if you're looking for like mental image think halfling elected mine inspector <laughs> yes and you've, and you've got <laughs> just about the right idea yeah that's that's Bonzu for you. Alright, and then at that point he can uh, he can uh, he's willing to give any relic that the players are searching for to them since they saved mm-hmm. his life. I like it. Bonzu is a pretty caring guy. I like that. That's yeah. a nice, nice little look at all these portals. Uh, Amazing. If you're, if you're listening, <laughs> just it's insane. It looks like the work of an absolute madman. Oh my god. But I'll make it a little prettier before the final release. This is astounding. All right. Well, I think that's great. Do you have it? Okay. Very important. Last thing we need to do to cap off this dungeon, end it with a bang a name we need a name we need a name so we it took us a bit of thinking (laughs) more than it probably should have yeah it really did uh i think we've arrived at a name it's gonna be uh pippin padalopsicopolis's puzzling prefecture which is if you are completely baffled why we chose that (laughs) first of all that's perfectly fair second of all it is in fact the canonical last name of the monk that is the head of this monastery so it is bonzu pippin Petalopsicopolis is of course going to name his the monastery after himself mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's how we got the name so it is it is in fact oh god could you spell that for me <laughs> hold on i have it written down I think it's this. It's P I P P E N. Okay. P A D D L E. P A D L E. Got it. O P. Uh huh. S I C O P. Okay. O L U S. 
got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm actually gonna switch around the order of the name because if I start it with that word, it's gonna be probably people are just gonna give up on it on site, so I'm gonna say the yeah. puzzling prefecture of Pippin Padalopsicopolis. That that sounds better. Wow. Alright. That is a beautiful name right there. It it truly is. Well, <laughs> let me be let me say for the second time. Thank you so much, Wyatt, for coming on the show. Of course. This is... You've been an absolute blast, and uh, I think that about wraps things up for this week. So uh, if there's anything you want to say or shout out, now's the time. Um, I don't really have anything to shout out. Okay. You know, I'm just, I don't really, this is the, this is the only thing I would shout out, so. Okay. Thank you. That, uh, it's very kind. Yeah. Shout out, follow the subreddit. Follow the hey, that's my job. Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, thank you for the shout out. Well, thank you, dear viewer, for your wonderful and just constant amazing support. Uh, this is a passion project. Dungeon for Two has been an amazing experience and continues to be amazing. And your listening and support means the absolute world to me. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you want to see the video version, go on over to YouTube. And if you're watching us and you want to listen on the go, Spotify and Apple Podcast has you covered. As Wyatt so wonderfully included, uh, we also have quite a few other ways you can get in touch. Uh, our subreddit, r slash dungeon for two, has all of the finished versions of our dungeons. We also post them on various other D&D related subreddits. Uh, additionally, you can check out our Twitter, uh, at Dungeon for Two, where we post some updates, things like that, or our website, uh, dungeonfor2.com, where we have links to all of the other stuff, as well as a, a uh, nice, you know, professionally designed website. So check that out. And until next week, this is your Dungeon Doctor signing off. <laughs>